Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired their personal trainer as a caterer. All right, folks, let's keep this line moving. You there with the tongs. Picking up one Duchess potato at a time will not cut it at my catering table. Drop and give me 50. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Okay, this is what we call the wild mushroom and asparagus dip, dip, and press. Come on, let's get those plates above your heads. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. Welcome to the Prosperity on Air podcast, episode 27. I'm your host, Paola Devescovi. And today, the focus of this episode is on feeling happy and fulfilled in your job. So the focus is more on corporate careers Um, very often when you are working in a company and a big but also in a small company you're working for somebody else you're working with other people and these people are not necessarily the the, the people that you um, have chosen or that you would choose to work with and so there may be reasons to feel unhappy dissatisfied um feeling the desire to to change and sometimes we tend to feel you know the victims of circumstances as if we are trapped in this situation and we stay there because maybe we've chosen this job out of fear or just because we were looking for financial security and we want to change however when we look at things from this a perspective, so a perspective of dissatisfaction, fear, unhappiness, we cannot be clear about what we want and what are the things that we really don't want to choose for ourselves in our lives. And therefore, we may run the risk of remaining stuck in that situation or choosing maybe something that simply repeats what we already have. So focusing on finding the satisfaction, the happiness, the fulfillment in what we already have will help us also make better choices. And the rewards may be surprising. I mean, um, focusing uh, on uh, maybe listening more to our um, colleagues, our teammates, um, our boss, uh, without necessarily feeling the need to respond to them, but just, you know, listening to them to understand them more. This simple shift in perspective may lead to a better relationship, improved communication, and maybe discovering certain traits of that person that we didn't know were there. And probably these are also the things that we like in these people. And our relationship may be totally transformed. Um, to talk about this topic, I have invited one of the speakers at the uh, Women Who Dare to Desire conference taking place in London 
on January 31st, 2020. Uh, you know, over the past episodes, you have met some of the amazing speakers who will be there. Um, my intent uh, is that of helping you getting the, getting to know them better and better so that if you come to the conference, you know who they are. They, they may be familiar and you may want to, you know, um, to get to know them better in person. And, um, and so today with me, uh, I have uh, Lucia Pestana. Lucia is an HR professional, a mentor and a coach. She's founded uh, Pestana's HR and Coaching, and she's passionate about achieving a fulfilling career and supporting others to have the same. She's the creator of the Career Detox and Get the Job You Love programs, as well as the Hope Jars. Um, during this episode, as I said, the focus is different. We focus on choosing the right career and when you are in a career where you don't feel satisfied what you can do to be happier there to be more satisfied about your job uh, to find a way to improve your relationships in that career and uh, finally making a different uh, decisions, maybe leaving that career, but with a different clarity, because you know what you want, you know how you want to feel uh, in your job, and uh, you are exactly clear about what you don't want in your job or career. I don't want to talk too much, so let's move to my interview with uh, Lucia Pestana. Thank you, Lucia, for being with me today. You're welcome. Uh, yes, I have already introduced you to our audience, but I would like you to say something about yourself and what you do. Okay. Um, so I am a career coach. Um, I'm also a mentor and a HR professional. Um, I love, I, I'm very obsessed about helping people to create their own job success. Um, and I do this through using different techniques um, from coaching, mentoring, and obviously my, my expertise and background in, in uh, human resources as well. Um, and yeah, so, so that's pretty much what I do. Uh, who is your, um, let, let me say ideal client. So, who are the clients you mostly work with? Yeah, I work with absolutely everyone that, you know, that is uh, within an age and able to work. So I work with anyone from starting from 18 uh, to the age of like 60, 70. Um, 
but there is a group there is a special group which is um, a group of people that normally are within between their 30s and their 40s and this is when people um, you know they are in a, a place in their career where they've done the work, they earn the money, and they, they become dissatisfied with what they're doing uh, because they did it for the wrong reasons. Um, and this group of people, they normally come to me because they want to change their careers. Um, and, you know, it happens normally between the age of 30 and 40. Um, and, you know, but it can happen later as well. So people normally, they will come to me um, you know, and ask me to guide them through the process of, you know, um, you know, defining what is the, the career, the, the career path that they really want to do um, and then follow it through because they want to be doing something that they are feeling fulfilled, that they're happy with and that and that they love, really loving what they're doing um, rather than just doing it for money or, or, or even working for people that they're not really, or projects that they're not really passionate about. So what is the main wrong reason people choose a certain career? Or the main good wrong reasons? I, I, I imagine there's not just one. Yeah. I think the main reason people choose the wrong career is uh, fear. Yeah, uh, it's fear because they fear um, they might not be successful. They might fear that they're not good enough. They might fear that they they don't know enough about what is the career, um, you know, and sometimes it is because, you know, they fear because they fear uh, all of those things. They also fear bringing, um, you know, bread on the table, which is the money. Um Money normally plays a big, big part in people's decision uh, because they, they, they need to feel that financial security uh, to be able to, to provide for, you know, for themselves and for the families. Yes. And um, how do you help them? I mean, how do you, yeah, what, what do you do to help them? And um, what is the normal outcome? I mean... Uh, I may be working, for example, in a, in a company, I don't feel happy, I don't feel fulfilled, and I come to you. What is the, the common uh, outcome to? Do, they, do your clients uh, uh, change, company change career, or do they stay and, you know, there is an evolution in, uh, in the way they perceive and live their their job mm. yes i mean there is two ways so so some of my clients they will come to me um and i always say um do what you love and if you don't do what you love just love what you're doing in the meantime so when you when you love what you're doing in the meantime uh, it takes away the stress it takes away the pain of what they're doing Sometimes it, when you're working for a company, what, what, what happens to you is that you become dissatisfied. You become bored or, you know, there's nothing exciting. There's nothing challenging you anymore. You feel like you've done everything that you could have. In those cases, I, 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 I get people to go on a journey and look within the situation and look within themselves and see what is it exactly that they're not happy with. And when they, when they look at that and they look at what they're not happy with, um, 
we then go through a coaching process where um, I, I obviously try to peel up the layers and get them to uncover what is the bottom line of the issue. Um, so, so that's one way. The other way is when we go into 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 a program. So, um, I have this program that I created, which is get the job you love, um, and and that process is about looking where they are now, uh, where they would like to go, and like uncovering what is it that they truly want to do. And the process is not immediate because people still have the fear and need the security of being able to provide themselves. But it triggers a process that will be a continuous process, maybe for three months, six months to a year, where they go and become better at what they're doing. So, for example, I had clients um, that they were working in finance in a very secure job with good financial um, you know, security, but they wanted to do something completely different. They wanted to go and work uh, and, and start a spiritual business. Um, so when what you know they went through a process and definitely the process went through um, you know from starting to see where they could potentially go to then started taking courses where they feel that they had more knowledge um, to to then within a year um, you know they have finally made that that move into into the job um, you know they absolutely desired or in this case was starting their own business um, I have two questions in mind. Uh, the first one is, um, do you think that the dissatisfaction is an individual issue or there might be something that, you know, depends on the company, the company environment? And by this, I mean, could the leadership of the company do something to help their employees, the managers to be more satisfied? Mm -hmm. This is one question. <laughs> the other, yeah. I will ask it later. Okay. Uh, yes, absolutely. So the companies can, can do what they can do. I mean, I am in, I work in HR. So if someone comes to me and they need help, I obviously will, you know, move the world to to help them you know in terms of their career and i do get that very often um companies cannot act when people do not speak and sometimes people they become so dissatisfied dissatisfied and not speaking up what they really want you know they don't speak up with what is wrong they don't speak up with you know you know they don't express themselves in terms of like saying you know i'm not really happy with this you know can you help me to make it better when the companies is not, you know, and this is the fear situation as well as, you know, communication, because sometimes we get so engrossed in, in, in the bad feeling, you know, in the bad feeling about work that we refuse to talk about it to the right people because we think that they're not going to listen, but we're not even attempting to ask them. So it's, it, you know, it is, a, it is a very internal battle and it's being open. It's, you know, you have to be open and, and open to, to be speaking about it and understanding that you know it's nothing wrong with what you're feeling um in the end of the day you want to make it better for yourself and you need to make it better for the companies because you know in that moment in time the relationship is not working you know so so you know it, it works both ways i would say okay 
and and the other the other question is um do you uh, observe do you see uh common patterns or common uh reasons for feeling um dissatisfied you know within uh in, in your work um you said when when i asked you you know what is the common cause of you know making the wrong choice when you choose a career or a, or a job and you said it's mainly fear in case of dissatisfaction do you, can you observe common reasons for feeling dissatisfied yeah i mean sometimes one of the major cause of the satisfaction is um is when people not doing what they what they what they meant to be doing so um i i work in hospitality industry for example um and i've been working in hospitality industry for 20 years uh, 21 years actually so i understand um you know the industry very much in and out but everyone working in the industry is very much transient so so basically people that are doing hospitality they either um you know they i mean i studied graphic design myself before i went into hr um and coaching but it's like there is people that you know they have um you know film studies there's people that um have a different um you know different um career people are architects lawyers um and then they 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 end in, in hospitality because in the uk um hospitality is an industry that is very welcoming and you don't need to be very skilled to to do it you you learn the skills on the job um so sometimes there is the frustration i think one of the biggest uh things is the frustration that the people have that they they should be doing more or they should be doing what they want to do um i think that that's one of the biggest things the other thing is um people sometimes uh there's people that depend a lot on praise uh and they live on praise so they need to be uh, acknowledged and praised all the time by their bosses in a fast paced moving um you know industry like hospitality sometimes there is not the time and and people forget to do it people forget to do it they're just doing the job um and i think that's very important to to always give praise um people not not communicating enough as well and i think that is one of the biggest reasons why people become dissatisfied because people are not open to speak and other people are not opening to listen as well so that breakdown in communication um means that you cannot work with any you know with any of the the problems that might be there and i think the communication problem is something that you know it it's common in many situations in and in all kinds of relationships so being Absolutely. a personal relationship or a professional relationship there's no communication the relationship doesn't work uh yeah and what can we do to improve communication uh i think the 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 biggest thing that we can do to get over communication is 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 get get over get over ourselves you know get over our fears of of expressing ourselves and um you know just say how it is you know like if we don't feel it you know people cannot go against you with the way you feel but um 
what I, what I witness many times is that people feel in a certain way. And um, when, when you have, uh, you know, the other side of the story, um, you know, is, is because people perceived in the wrong way. It's not because, you know, there is actual truth or fact, or, you know, someone might say, oh, my manager doesn't like me. Um, and they think that because, you know, maybe the way they act or maybe the way they, they express themselves. And sometimes, you know, there is not real ill feeling behind that. It's just, you know, because the, the business is a very fast pace. It's because, you know, there is not enough communication. It's because if you don't tell a person how you feel, how they can respond to you, they can't. You know, um, one of the, the, the sayings I use so much is that, you know, I'm really good at what I do, but I can't read minds. Um, and a lot of a lot of times, is, you know, I see people expecting people to to understand how they feel, but they don't even communicate. So. So, yeah, that, that is that is how I feel about it. Yeah. And uh, Lucia, if you had to advise a young person who is looking for, you know, a job opportunity or a career today so that, you know, they can uh, really uh, enter the, 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 the professional labor market the right way and, you know, minimizing the risk to feel frustrated, dissatisfied, what would you suggest? What are the questions that they should ask themselves to understand whether, you know, the, the job or career that they are choosing is, you know, at least the right one for the moment. Of course, that there's an evolution and we yeah. can change, but at least you need to be happy and satisfied for, you know, a reasonable amount of time. What would you suggest? Okay, I think the first question I would suggest them to ask is that, what do I really want to do? Um, the second one would be, am I doing this for myself or am I doing this for my parents? Uh, because a lot of times, um, you know, people are coerced into doing what their parents want them to do rather than what they want to do themselves. Uh, I mean, I, I personally have been very lucky, but... I've witnessed a lot of people doing things because the parents wanted them to. Um, the other question is be patient. Yeah. If it takes you 10 years to become an architect, if it takes you five years to become an architect, 10 years to become a doctor, do the time, do the time. Um, now, nowadays it's, it's a lot easier to, to be able to support yourself financially in terms of like the time you're studying. Uh, you know, there is a lot of companies that offering part-time job, casual jobs, uh, and, and, and whatnot. So, so don't fear, do not fear, um, you know, being patient and taking the time, you know, to get the knowledge that you need for the career that you want. Don't worry if it takes one year, if it takes 10 years, you know, just do the work, you know, and, and, and just go, go through the paces and, and, and look at other ways where you can support yourself financially, um, you know, because that is one of the biggest fears. And, you know, if you are a young, a young person and you are like 18 and 20 years old um, and you don't have the, the money to buy yourself a car or, you, you know, you're still depending a lot on your parents, 
we feel like, oh my God, but my friend is doing that. You know, just let's take away the fear. You know, your friend is your friend. You are on your own journey. So, um, you know, be patient, be patient. And what would be your best piece of advice to a person who is struggling in his or her job? Stop. Yeah. My, my advice would be for them to stop with struggle and with the, 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 the scarcity, scarcity mentality um, and, and the fear. You know, it, you know, they need to stop being a victim. Basically, when we are in that self-pity, you know, I don't like my job. I hate my job and things like that. I have been in that position as well. So, you know, um, I can briefly describe to you. So before I went into HR, so when I, when I finished my, my, my studies at uni, I, I studied graphic design. At the time, there was no, no jobs going for graphic design. So I went uh, and worked hospitality. I was working in a company um, that I was not really happy about. Um, I, I, I went into really big depression. Um, the company was not aligned with my values. Um, and then when I got out of that company and I got out of the depression, when I look back now, all of it was happening because I couldn't speak up. I could not communicate. Uh, it was not the, the ideal place in the world. It was not the ideal place in the world. But I went into the victim mentality. I went deeper into my depression because I felt they couldn't understand me. It was not the right company for me to work for. Uh, but then everything changed when I went to my next company. Because when I went to my next company, I said, I don't want to be in that place again. I don't want to be that victim. I really want to learn and I want to explore and you know move my career further um and you know that's when everything happened so i went and worked in another hospitality but then i had the opportunity i studied hr i learned hr i studied coaching so you know i completely moved away from that you know victim mentality um so you know we need to stop and we need to also make ourselves accountable for why we don't like it what is really happening in this situation and the question to ask can i change it mm. if i can't i don't need to worry about it and then i ask the other question is what is in my control that i can do to change the current situation um, and there will be, uh, you know, some things come up. So it can be that, you know, maybe it's time for me to look up for another job. Maybe I need to look for another career. Or maybe, um, you know, I can make my work situation better and stay here until I find, um, you know, what will be my next, my next job. And what would be your best piece of advice to employers, managers who, you know, manage many human resources working for them? For me, the best advice is listen to understand, not to respond. You know, a lot of people, sometimes they're not listening for the sake of listening. They seek, they're listening to just respond or even discredit sometimes what people are saying. Listen to understand, not to respond. Sometimes, People, what they need is to be heard. 
and you know once you once you get to listen to someone um and they are hurt they just take this load from themselves you know they just feel you know a lot lighter you know in terms of you know the stress that they might have been feeling in and it's about you know just listen to understand sometimes you don't need to respond it, people just need to express themselves um and and the thing is if 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 a, if a employer or a hr any company that you know most of the times the things that people ask to be changed can be changed in an instant um you know take action take action and change and don't be afraid to change no yeah sometimes you know many people fear change yeah uh, but sometimes change you know uh, it's what allows us to evolve and this applies i think to companies as well yeah absolutely Lucia, thank you so much for being with us today. And just, you know, I want to remind uh, my audience that you are going to be one of the amazing speakers at the Women Who Dare to Desire conference taking place in London on uh, the 31st of January 2020. So um, for people who are already in London or who happen to be in London at that time, Please come to the conference because you're going to be inspired by the stories of many amazing speakers. And for those who are not in London, maybe the conference can be a good excuse for you to spend, you know, a weekend there and also be inspired with us at the conference. So thank you again for being with me. And I'm really looking forward to meeting you in person there. Absolutely. I would love to. Thank you for doing the interview. It's, you've been amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lucia. I hope you have been inspired by this episode with Lucia. As you have heard, sometimes just a little shift in perspective can help you live the situation you are in at the moment in a very different way, or it can help you make that change that will really transform your life. Uh, as in all the other episodes, all the links to know more about Lucia and her programs are in the show notes of this episode. And in the same show notes, you also find the link to reserve your seat at the Women Who Dare to Desire conference taking place in London on the 31st of January 2020. A great opportunity to be inspired, to be immersed in, a, in an amazing energy with other like-minded women, an opportunity for you to spend a weekend in London if you don't live there. And so you have to buy a ticket uh, to, to come to the conference. So I hope to see you there. And if you have found this episode of the Prosperity On Air podcast useful and inspiring, please share it with other women as well as men who maybe need some inspiration to make those changes that they need in, uh, in their life, to be able 
to live the, the life of their dreams or simply to be able to make those choices that will really make a difference in their lives. Next week is going to be Christmas, Christmas Day, but there will be an episode of the Prosperity on Air podcast on the 24th. I wish you an amazing week full of inspiration and joy in preparation for the holiday season and uh, I will see you in a week time. Bye for now. Cloud is powering tomorrow's transformative missions. Federal agencies are partnering with SAIC to help them meet these critical moments. Where bold moves require confident blueprints. Where you can accelerate transformation through consistency. Where you can innovate forward and never look back. SAIC quickly and securely migrates large-scale workloads to the cloud with the confidence you need to assure your mission. Learn more at saic.com slash cloud.